Yeah, I think I think the buttons are good. Let me just make sure my audio is good. Why does it say live? Be because I I'm recording. I'm doing one of those cold starts that you like to do. We're not live though. We're recording. Yeah, I mean maybe we're live. I don't know. I don't think we're live. I think we're just right. recording. I don't um, know what it normally says. I've never sit on this side. I feel very weird on the left. Oh one. my god! Intro. <laughs> Welcome to the Morning Skate, episode 298. You got your host, Ketters, here. I am joined by my co-host, Brownie. Brownie, what's going on, dude? Nothing. I didn't know if I was going to do the intro because I'm sitting on the left when you're looking at Yeah, did you guys know that Brownie's sitting on the left? I don't know if anybody knew that yet, but uh, if you're watching our YouTube channel, Brownie is on the left. Uh, Plane is off wing today, so. No, the left left would be my normal. I'm lefty, but I prefer to play the offside. What do you have a ton of tricks up your sleeve where you're cutting across the middle or what? No, I just I I like the whole rink on my forehand. That's fair. You know, I played hockey last night. I haven't played hockey, dude. I haven't played hockey for beer league or yeah, yeah. Just it's been months. Like this is the longest I've gone without playing hockey since I blew out my knee like a decade ago. So it was good. I'm I'm still out here with two torn ACLs getting it done. Yeah, I mean. It just, I don't know. We'll talk about that later, but we, we do have quite the podcast coming up again. This is episode 298. Um, we can kind of probably just dive right into it. You want to do some Mia Culpas? Yeah, fire it up, buddy. All right. Hi, this is Mia Culpa, and I'm here to introduce the Morning Skates Mia Culpas with Ked and Brownie. I say we do the Canadian players last. We'll just do the Mia Culpas, go right into the Canadian players. Okay. Uh, also, I did not do all time. I just did current. All right. I got extra credit. Jeez, uh, you always have extra credit. All right, go. Uh, Vince Dunn did play parts of four seasons with the Blues. You were correct there. Nailed it. Uh, Lolita the Orca, also known as Tukatai. Uh, she was actually 50 years old and unfortunately passed away last week before she was able to be set free. So, all right, Pete, Tukatai. Uh, the cane suck bracelet <laughs> that Eric Kala was wearing. Uh, the creator that has been identified as a teenage New York, New York, uh, New Jersey Devil fan. Uh, the fan confirmed she's a Taylor Swift fan and had extra stuff left over from a recent concert. And uh, I guess she met uh, Holla at a fan event for the Beauty League, and he asked her to make a cane suck one, and she said she would. So that's how that all happened, which is pretty funny. It's pretty cool that he said to make the cane suck. It wasn't like yeah. she just did that. Right, for sure. Also, it's nice to know that he's still playing hockey in the offseason while Mika's advantage adds too busy fucking doing turntables. So, uh, Chief Saholic lawyer uh, rolled out in his press conference with all kinds of football references. He's like, this is not his last drive. He knows when the final whistle is. It was a ridiculous press conference, and the guy looks like Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. As he should. Funny. As he yeah. should. <laughs> right. Uh, and Elon Musk versus uh, Zuckerberg. Sounds like it's over. Uh, Elon wants no smoke as he continues to make excuses and blame injuries. The last comment from Zuck was, I think we can all agree Elon isn't serious and it's time to move on. I offered a real date. Dana White offered to make this a legit competition for charity. Elon won't confirm a date, then says he needs surgery. Then he asked to do a practice round in my backyard. 
if Elon ever gets serious about a real date and official event, he knows how to reach me. Otherwise, time to move on. So, I I would file this under something that I could give. Let like I don't give a shit about Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg, dude. I no, really but I don't. would like to see them fight. I wouldn't. I'd watch that. You would pay for that? No, absolutely not. Okay, there you go. I'm sure there's an illegal stream I could find. Um, all right. So then the last thing is we had talked a while back about our Canadian players and to do lineups based with uh, Canadian players. The assignment was current and former, but Ked only gets partial credit because uh, he only did current. Do you want to just go line by line? What do you want to do? Uh, I just want to say a couple things. Like when looking into this, um, I didn't realize how weak Canada's goaltending was. And I didn't. Like, I just did forward lines. I thought that's what the assignment was. Oh, I did the whole fucking lineup. So my All right, so we both get full credit then. There we mm-hmm. go. All right. Fire uh, it up. Yeah. So my first line. Uh, I'm going to go Zach Hyman, Connor McDavid, and Steve Stamkos. Uh, you have the McDavid. What? Yep. You have the McDavid. Listen, hear me out, dude. You have All the right. McDavid Hyman connection that they have in Edmonton, right? And then you have Stammer, who's going to be kind of the vet on that line. I think in order for Stamkos to really fucking wheel and deal, he needs to be playing with people that kind of push the pace. And he's not going to want to look like an idiot out there with McDavid. Uh, McDavid yeah, can just keep swinging that over to him. A- again, Stamkos also plays center. So, like, if he gets kicked out of a draw, I'm thinking all different angles here. I don't know why yeah. you just chirped me on that. Uh, the only reason they're my first line is because McDavid's the best player in the world. If he wasn't, obviously, I think that would bump down. And and I'm 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 rolling depth through my whole squad. So that's okay. My so line. my first line is uh, Crosby at the pivot. With uh, Marchand and Connor McDavid as his wingers. Okay, so you're just, so we're completely different. You're fully stacking a line. I'm making sure every time it lines out there that they're good. All right, I'm just saying this is I think a dynamic. I think you got McDavid pushing the pace. Crosby does everything well, and you know Bergeron's retired currently, so Marchand hat needs a partner. And uh, there you go. That's fair. Uh, my second line, I'm gonna have Crosby in the middle. Yep. Uh, and I'm going to have Braden Point on one side, and I'm going to have Jordan Cairo on the other side. Uh, this this line's going to fly. Uh, it's going to mm-hmm. be Sidney Crosby just fucking wheeling and dealing to the fucking wings and those guys driving the net. I think it could be an electric fucking line. Now that I'm looking at this, Mitch Marner did not make my team, which is fucking hilarious. Didn't make uh, mine either. <laughs> I think uh, I think Cairo is a player, dude, and I think no, again, I like him. it's like one of those things where like I want to have kind of veteran leadership on every one of these lines, where like the other players are gonna be like, "Fuck, I got to step up." Cairo and Point are gonna want to play with Crosby, and Braden Point can push the pace whenever he wants. I think it'd be fun to watch Crosby play with a player that quick and that deceptive. Mm-hmm. So that'd be my second line. My second line is uh, Ryan O'Reilly in the middle, the mm-hmm. factor, with uh, his wingers of Nate McKinnon and Tage Thompson. <coughs> that is nasty. So, so Tage Thompson's American. What? No, he's not. Yeah, he is. Are you sure? I am positive. God damn it. Boy, my extra credit just keeps creeping up, creeping up, you know. That's what Are you I sure? Do. Is he dual citizen at least? I don't know that answer, but he's definitely American. Thompson. This is Brownie checking his cell phone to make sure that I'm not being an idiot. And in three seconds, he's going to be like, you're right, Ked. One, God two, damn it. three. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. All right. I can pivot. I'll go Kairu there. <laughs> okay. So who do you have? Kairu and who else? Kairu, O'Reilly, and McKinnon. It's kind of a cool line. McKinnon, explosive. Kairu, explosive. The factor. Uh, my third line, I'm going to have McKinnon in the middle, and I'm going to have Matt Barzell on one side and Philip Deneau on the other side. 
Uh, I'm bringing Philip Deneau into the lineup, not because I think he really fits there, but like in terms of having a lineup up and down, I want them to be able to compete in all different types of ways. Uh, when you look at Team USA, there's a good chance that like the Kachuk brothers will probably be on the same line. Like you're going to be able to, you have to have some shutdown, right? And Philip Deneau is arguably one of the best defensive players in the league. So uh, Barzell's going to be flying, McKinnon's going to be flying, and then you have Deneau as that kind of like safety pocket there too. So my third line is a little bit slower and a little bit grayer in the beard, but they got that veteran savvy and they're going to grind the shit out of you and then pop in some uh, some timely goals. Claude Giroux at center, Steven Stamkos and Jonathan Huberdo on the wings. I think Huberdo is one of the most overrated players of all time. But I, I do like, like him with Giroux and Stamkos. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't mind Giroux. I didn't actually take Drew on my team, but I, I don't hate that. I don't yeah. hate it little veteran leadership. And then my fourth line, this is probably my favorite line that I created. Uh, Travis Konechny, Nazim Kadri, and Brad Marchand. Have fun playing against those three motherfuckers. Yeah. Actually, I might replace uh, Huberdeau with Kadri on line three. That's would a that good not, one. Would that not be? Can you imagine fucking being out on the ice and you have Konechny, Marchand, and Kadri? You're like, <laughs> son of a bitch. So my fourth line is similar in makeup. I got uh, Mark Stone in the middle with uh, Mark Shifley and Evander Kane. Fuck, dude, you just fucked me. I gotta put Mark Stone in my lineup somewhere. I completely <laughs> forgot about him. Okay, I'm taking Mark. I'm taking Cairo out, and I'm putting Stone on the second line with Crosby and Point. Oh, that's a good line. Yeah, I like. And that. then, and then my extras will be Cairo, Tavares, and Jamie Ben. Nice. I like that. Uh, my my defense. All right, so now you go your defense. I'll go my all timers. Okay, so I have Kale McCarr and Taves, same team. Yeah, uh, Josh Morrissey, Petro Angelo. And then Drew Doughty and Brent Who? Burns. Morrissey uh, and Petrangelo. Yep. yep. And then Doughty and Burns. And then uh, goalies are fucking rough, dude. Like Marc-Andre Fleury is probably going to be starting, but you need to have like some sort of reliable backup just because you know how Fleury can be. Hmm. So I'm going to put Cam Talbot there. Cam Talbot was a great backup yep. when he was playing with Hank Lundquist. And then my third goalie, I'm going to put him in there just in case both of them shit the bed and we're just going to run it, is that Devin Levi kid because yeah, nice. why the fuck not? So yeah. that, that, I mean, it's not a bad team, dude. No, that's uh, good. I can't I like believe that. I forgot about Mark Stone. God damn, I'm going to have to like replace this. We should have Ken create a graphic about these lines and see who, yeah, who what people think. He can, for sure. Uh, all right, so my all-time lineup. This is just forwards. Uh, Gretzky with Lemieux and Bossy. That's my top line. Yeah. And then I got McDavid. McDavid makes the all-time list with uh, Iserman and Shanahan. Imagine that in their prime. Holy <laughs> shit. And then my third line for this is uh, Crosby, Bergeron, and Aginla. That's my third line. That's sick. Yeah. And then my fourth line. My fourth line might be my favorite line out of this whole thing. Ryan Getzlaff in between Mark Messier and Wendell Clark. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's a cool one. I like that line. So, and I have no goalies, no D. I didn't even bother. That's fine. So, All right. So, we'll, we'll get a graphic made up for that and we'll see what people You'll have think. to give me yours once we finish recording. We should, uh, next next time we have a pod, we should do Team USA. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, if you want, uh, our next podcast, for those that don't know, is going to be uh, the Northeastern preview with Coach Carp, but I can give Carp <laughs> to come with his top American lineup current yeah. players and we'll do all three that'll be fun okay he's very cool. knowledgeable he, he he's a, one of those hockey guys watches it when it's on doesn't matter all right cool yeah well you can get that going for next week that was fun right. um nhl in the news
Hey, can I just tell you something before we go to this? Yep. So I was listening, we were, we were working the other day and we were listening to a podcast uh, and they were doing like, uh, I think it was part of my take and they were doing like their Mount Rushmore of all time uh, radio calls, right? Okay. You know, like, and uh, it was number one, obviously it was Al Michaels. Do you believe in miracles? And one of the guys who was working with me was out of the room and he walked in right when that came on. He goes, oh, listen to Morning Skate. I'm like, no. <laughs> I love that. I love yeah, how yeah. that's just, that connects. Yeah. Um, all right, guys, let's hop into it. Uh, Marion hosts goodbye game. Besides the already named Lidstrom, Chara, uh, Bufflin, Alfredson, Sharp, Hanzus, Taves, and Stan. The rest of the roster is pretty good, too. They had Bondra, Kopecky, uh, Mrazic, Zetterberg, Jarmelson, Havlett, Duncan Keith, Yerohalak, Scott Darling, Ziggy, Palfi, Johnny Aduya. Do you don't? Mm -hmm. uh, Tomas Holmstrom, Tomas Tatar, and Tavo Terravinen all suited up for the game. Like, that's that's a I, that would have been kind of cool to go to, right? I like, would have paid to watch that. Like I would have paid for a stream for that to watch that. It's pretty cool that he did a little goodbye game. It's it's I will say Big Buff looked pretty good shape. Do you remember like when Jeter retired, how every game that he went to, like people gave him shit and then Ortiz yeah. did it? Like how cool how much cooler would have been if after the year Jeter just like recruit like they should do this. If you're like a significant name in a sport, at the end of the year, you should have the ability to just throw your own game and get whatever players you want to go there. You but you have to be you have to be sick. Like you can't just be like Scrub. I don't know. Did somebody retire this week? Fucking Jonathan Bernier doing it. Like we like we don't we don't really give a shit. Sorry, Bernier, but like you know what yeah, I mean. No, I see. It's a different status. So when I lived in South Carolina, I played roller hockey. Right. We uh, the fro uh, concrete pond was the name of the place, which is a good name, right? Love that. Yeah, and it was great group of guys. And I had moved up back up to Boston. I still had my house down there. It was for sale. My buddy was living in it. I had my dog there because I was still trying to get everything worked out. And when I knew I was going back down to get all my shit, I reached out to the family that shot out the Schneiders. I reached out to the Schneiders who run ran the rink. And I was like, can we get a game just like the guys? And it was like a welcome back brownie and best wishes. And we had like, a, I want to say it was like a, a round robin, like best team stayed on. And we just played like short games and we all ripped beers in the park. Oh, it was a blast. So. I think the concrete pond, if there's not a roller hockey podcast out there right now, like that's what it that would be a about. good name of it. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Something to think about. Um, rest in peace to, oh boy. Um, Rodian Amarov. Amarov, a 21 year old prospect from Toronto. He's taking 15th, 15th overall. Yeah. First round pick. Yep. No shit in 2020 that he passed away from a brain tumor. He played two years in the KHL after being with the Maple Leafs taxi squad for their playoff runs. Too young. Supposedly just a great kid, very much like upbeat, just happy to be here kind of guy. Uh, all the reports. Too young. Had to say. Yeah. Um, rest in peace also to Buffalo Sabres legendary announcer Rick Jenneret, who passed away at the age of 81. He spent 51 years with the team and was the voice of almost every Sabre highlight. I didn't personally like his calls, but the thing about him is if you – like when you think of the Sabres, I almost think of him before players. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, like, no, I get it. I get it. Like when I think Buffalo Sabres, I think Jenneret, and then I think like Briere and Drury, and um, who's that Montana. fucking Russian dude? Oh my, Finneganov. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, fifty-one years with the team passed away at the age of eighty-one. Where Mama hides the cookies. I mean, he has some pretty yep. good all-time fucking. The calls, Mayday bro. goal. Mayday, yep. yep. Um, anything about Rick Jenneret for you? No, we talked about him when he retired. Uh, it's sad. It's always sad when someone passes away, no matter the life they lived. You know. 
100%. Um, Kale McCarr is the NHL game uh, cover, 2024. Uh, it's crossplay now, so I actually might buy it this year. Uh, so I can that uh, so if I have a PS, whatever, my buddy has an Xbox, whatever, we can play. Oh, it. yeah, I think they. Wait, kind other of games you can't do that. I think I think in the past they I think last time they tried getting that going, but this is like one of the big things. At least people text me about. It. I might be wrong. They might have had it last year, but I haven't bought an NHL game in forever because they don't change anything. It's the same fucking game, just updated rosters. It's like, well, gotcha. Um. Rangers sign Alexi Lafreniere, two years, two point three million. Uh, we can talk more about this in the Rangers, but I have some thoughts on this. I have some thoughts on something. So, have we seen the Connor McDavid and Connor Bedard training video at the BioSteel Sports Camp? Yes. Why the fuck wasn't Lafreniere doing that when he was drafted first overall? Like, is he not cool enough to get the invite to go there? I, I have no idea how that works. I assume you get invited and you go. I mean, he must have said no. I don't. Or know. maybe he didn't get the invite. I don't know. Or is he a biofield guy? I don't know. He's first overall pick. You think he would be? Um, but two years, two point three. I guess that's okay. They're keeping him on the cheap. We'll see what happens in the next it's couple. A prove, years. It's a prove it, prove it deal. Yeah, it's actually, I mean, it's a prove it for one year. If you really want to break it down, this is what I was going to talk about. So, two point three for two years. So if he shits the bed this year, they're going to move him, right? Or maybe if he goes off and they're like, oh, we can't afford him, they're going to move. It's it's very much the team covered themselves in this deal, I think. It's a yeah. pretty sharp move by Drury. You know, it kind of sucks because remember when I was so excited that we had the first overall pick? If you were to tell me my feelings right now when that happened, I'd be like, you're an idiot. He's going to be sick. And I'm just like, whatever. Yeah. Um, the Flyers, the IIHF rules that Russian goalie Ivan Fedotov yep. had a valid NHL contract in place when he signed with CSK a Moscow in the KHL. This decision paves the way for him to play in North America as he planned before being constricted con into the Russian military. Due to yeah. the ongoing friction between U.S. and Russia over Ukraine, is it unclear if he will be able to play in the NHL or get out of Russia? As he is reported as being in Belarus at training camp and per spokesman for the team that he is looking forward to playing in the KHL this year. So You remember when this happened before, when this all broke? So they mm -hmm. really don't know where he is, his agent right now? That's re been reported that he's in training camp. Yeah. So... so. Um, Carolina signed Caleb Jones one year, 775,000. Uh, this was, this was wild Vegas. It came out that Mark Stone played two, th two thirds of game five in the cup finals with a broken wrist and scored a hat trick in the game after taking a slash in the first period. Uh, he shared the info on a recent episode of the Pat McAfee show and scored at least two out of three goals with a broken left wrist nails. Yeah. That's fucking crazy, dude. I know. And to keep going and just be like, yeah, keep the glove on. I don't even want to look. Yeah. Uh, now, if you remember last week, I was pretty pumped that Petrie went back to Montreal. This is a great fit. Never mind. See you later. The Red Wings acquired Jeff Petrie and sent Canadians Gustav Lindstrom in a 2025 conditional fourth round pick. Montreal will retain 50% of his salary. So, um, yeah, that was quick. Uh, this is <laughs> so get dumb. ready to get worked up. There you go. This is my zero of the week. The QMJHL is banned fighting. For the press release, the updated rules, players engaged in the fight, ejected from the game. Player who was found to instigate the fight will also see an automatic one-game suspension. The player declared to be the aggressor during the fight will receive a minimum of two-game suspension. In addition to the game misconduct, an automatic game suspension is imposed starting with the player's second fight of the season. These rules are imposed on players, coaches, trainers, etc. This is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen in my entire life. All right, this is the part I don't understand. The player declared to be the aggressor during the fight will receive a minimum of two games. Does that assuming, mean the guy who wins? Yeah, I'm assuming that's the guy who wins. That is, I mean, I understand why they have that. They're like trying to not have a 20-year-old guy beat up a 16-year-old guy, I guess. But 
that seems like problematic. If but. I'm the GM of an NHL team, I am drafting zero players out of this. Listen to the story, the next part. Uh, 16 year old Raya Stork got the Rhea Stork got the start yeah. for Cape Breton Eagles, where she saved all 24 shots on goals. She faced her in her first shutout and her first start with the team. She becomes the fourth woman to play in the queue and the first with the Cape Breton Eagles. Good for her. Uh, Anaheim signed Alex Stalock, one year, 800K, whatever. Uh, Jonathan Bernier has hung him up. The former first round draft pick, 11th overall, the Kings shut it down after 14 seasons. Kings, Toronto, uh, Anaheim, Colorado, Detroit, and New Jersey. He had a stat line of 165, 163, and 40, over 403 games played. Eight assists, 14 pims go along with a 2.78 goals against and a 912 save percentage. He won a cup with the Kings in 2012 to go along with his gold at the 2008 World Juniors and his gold at the Spangler Cup in 2012. For kind of a guy who I wouldn't consider like a number one dude, he has some hardware. Um, nice career and a 14 year, yeah, dude. This yeah, bad. yeah. Tampa signed uh, Brandon Hagel to an eight year extension, six point five mil. What What are your thoughts on this? That's a lot of fucking money for That's a lot of money for Brandon Hagel. Good on him. I mean, I'm always happy to see. You know, it's like the old saying: you want to root for millionaires or billionaires, right? So I always, I'm always happy to see the players get their money. But that's a lot, and his game. I don't think his game translates to a long injury-free career. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? Like Stamkos, 20 years, I can see that. You know, he's not mucking in the corners. He's not hard on the forecheck. Hagel's a beast out there, and he runs around a little bit. So hopefully, I hope he holds up. But, hey, anything that torpedoes Tampa, I'm in favor of, so. Um, the PWHL, the Professional Women's Hockey Leagues, ago they announced earlier this week that the league will feature uh, six teams in original six merch to come, kicking off the inaugural sure. season in January with 24 game schedule. The teams were leaked ahead of the announcement as the PWHL made an official Twitter account that followed only the six accounts for the cities: Toronto, Montreal, New York, Boston, Minnesota, and Ottawa. Uh, names and logos will be coming, but the league has announced that the teams will play in NHL rinks as well as minor league venues. All games will be streamed, and the league is hoping to lock up a TV deal. This year, the games will run from January to May slash June with a break for the IIHF Women's Worlds. Subsequent years, the schedule will run from November to May. The league's initial free agency period opens September 1st and closes September 10th. Teams will have the ability to sign three players during that window. After that, there will be a 15-round draft in Toronto on September 18th to round out the rosters. There's been talk about some home games being played on neutral sites as brainstorm as a barnstorming tour, much like the PLL did to grow the league. Um I'm just glad it's moving forward. A lot of these women were in limbo. I know, like, uh, I mean, I don't want to tell tales out of schools, but some players I've heard, like, signed leases on apartments based on where they were drafted before the acquisition. So, you know, it's been some upheaval. So I, I hope they get it all settled out and, and these players get to figure out where they're going relatively soon. What are the chances that next year um, we have another podcast where we talk about another new women's league being formed? I don't think so. I think this, the reason they did this, first off, they got uh, the guy who owns the Dodgers bank rolling this, and he's got deep pockets. Billie Jean King, who's very uh, in front of women's sports, has partnered with him, and the NHL is supporting them. They released a statement saying how they were here to, to in support. So the fact that they can play in NHL arenas already shows the commitment from the NHL that – the leagues in the past were lacking. So hopefully to make a go of it. We'll see. Um, Carl Soderberg announced his retirement. Swedish born center played 10 seasons. That's crazy. He played 10 years. Uh, Boston, yeah. Colorado, Arizona, Chicago. 
He's drafted by St. Louis. He put up a stat line of 110 goals, 187 assists for 297 points. Over 597 games played with 210 pims. He is uh, legally blind in his left eye due to a high stick in the SEL. Can, uh, continued to tour pace in Sweden, eventually joined the Bruins for a playoff run in 2013. His first NHL point came in just his second NHL game where he tallied a primary assist on Yarmir Yager's goal. Pretty cool. Welcome yeah. to the league. Upon leaving the NHL, he signed a two-year deal with his hometown team, Maymo Redhawks. Also earned a gold medal at Worlds in 2017. So good on him. Good third-line center, you know, Played played uh, a little bit of the penalty kill when he was here in Boston. The they referred to him here as the one-eyed Swede, which probably wouldn't fly nowadays. But back then they called him that. Um, Michigan State unveiled any of this. Did you see any of this stuff from Michigan State? No, they unveiled their new twenty-six point seven million dollar hockey arena updates, which include new locker rooms, a new fan entrance into Mun Ice Arena, which opens into a hall of history, greeting fans with memorabilia displays. Um, new state-of-the-art meeting rooms, locker rooms, and theater for film study. Hockey players used to have to walk to the football meeting for workouts. They can now use their own weight room and massive hydrotherapy and recovery areas. So, Really nice. It should be for $26.7 yeah, million. Think, dollars. Yeah. Uh, Jersey signed Calfoot, one-year 800K. David Krejci oh, announced Hold on, hold on. That Calfoot's a sneaky good deal. I think, I, I think Calfoot was playing well. Uh, and I think they have the two ways so he can go up and down. They can stash him. They can pull him up when they need him. I, I think that's a smart. I think that's a smart signing for them. All right. Uh, David Krejci announces retirement. Checkborn Center played parts of 16 seasons for the Bruins, putting up a stat line of 231 goals, 555 assists for 786 points, over 10, uh, 1,032 games played, 359 pims. He was also a plus 166 for his career regular season, along to go with 43 goals, 85 assists, and 128 points over 160 playoff games. The uh, third draft pick by the Bruins, 63rd overall, played two seasons in the queue. That league that we just talked about, that's super fucking soft. Uh, putting up 144 <laughs> points in 117 games played before joining the AHL Providence Bruins for 69 games played. Nice. Uh, the legend of playoff Krejci was growing where uh, when he was knocked out of the game by a dirty check from Mike Richards. The next year with the Bees winning the Cup, he put a stat line of 12 goals, 11 assists, and 23 points in 25 games played to go with four game-winning goals. A master of manipulating time and space, Krejci was always overshadowed by his teammates, but was consistently one of the most steady performers for Boston over the last two decades. To go along with the Stanley Cup, he also earned an IIHF U18 bronze, a World Junior bronze, and two bronze medals in the IIHF World Championship 10 years apart. So... You want Pretty to talk about player. you talked about Huberdeau being an over overrated. I think Krejci might have been one of the most underrated players over the last, last 10, 15 years. You ask any Boston Bruins fan, they say that. So I mean it's true. Yeah. He doesn't um, get the national shine. You know? No, he doesn't, but just like a steady, steady player. Mm-hmm. Um a record that won't be beat. Alex Ovechkin has the most missed shots in NHL history with 2,758. That's twelve hundred and ten more than the second place player. Crazy. Yeah. Um Hit the net. Edmonton <laughs> signed restricted free agent Evan Bouchard for two years at a $3.9 million AAV. I guess it's okay. Yeah, yeah, not bad. I don't hate it. Um, NHL goalie wins. One active player in the top 10 can take a shot. Flurry? Yep, you got it. Nailed it. Nice. Uh, Marty Radera, 691. Patrick Waugh, 551. Uh, player X, is that Flurry? 544. Yeah. Roberto Luongo, 489. Eddie Bell, 4484. Hank, 459. Cujo, 454. Terry Sawchuk, 445 jock plant with 437 and tony esposito 423 luongo had a lot more than i thought he was on some good teams yeah so that kind of makes sense yep 
Um, Portugal will be getting an Olympic-sized rink by the end of 2023, which will allow the nation to join the IIHF World Championship as soon as 2025. Uh, they played hockey since 1996, and the only tourney action they've ever seen has been at the IIHF Development Camp, which is an attorney for IIHF associate members that can't participate in the Worlds due to a lack of a regulation-sized rink. It's crazy. So they basically made it now to the show for yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> um, Toronto signed Martin Jones one year. 875 to ensure that they won't have the cap space for the next four years to win the cup. The Leafs also signed Austin Matthews four years, 53 mil. That's 13.25 AAV, making Matthews the highest played player in the league. What are they? I mean, they, they had to. I mean, if they didn't do that, he wasn't going to sign. So well, I understand. You say to him, hey, Austin, why don't you take a little less? And we're going to, we're going to re, they probably did. Here and figure it out so we can win a cup. Yeah. And he you're a Toronto fan. I don't know how you're happy with this. <laughs> I mean, you have them for four years. And who else? But I bet you if they don't win a cup in four years, I doubt he resigns there. How how are they going to sign Nylander? I don't think they are. Right. Um. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about Matthews next week or next podcast when we go over our USA team. I wonder if he'll be on yours. He doesn't make mine. <laughs> uh, Vancouver signed Pia Suter, two years, 1.6. Uh, Jonathan Taves released a statement that he is not retiring, but taking time away from the game again this season says he's going to focus on his health, give himself the time and space to fully heal and enjoy life to the fullest. Uh, he also put out a post thanking Blackhawk fans and cheer him on for 16 seasons. Hot take alert. Kane and Taves to the Rangers for a playoff push this year. Oh, okay. Okay. Maybe, but, uh, I, I could talk about it more in the Bruins. He's already been linked to the Bruins for next year. Oh, of course he is. Yeah. Uh, the Coyotes are attempting to purchase land in Mesa to construct a sports arena. And it, I think it's Mesa. I don't think I'm talking. Okay, there's a new rule on the podcast. We're not talking about the Coyotes' rank until they get a rank. No more rumors that are going right, so this out. This is the last one. All right, fair enough. Yes, this is the last one because, again, this is kind of like the Women's Hockey League. They <laughs> keep doing it, and it just doesn't happen. So until it finally fucking sticks, we're done talking about it. Are we cool right. with that? Yeah, All that's right. fair. Um. <laughs> So that's what happened there. They com they remain committed to building the first privately funded sports facility in Arizona history. Right there. Hey, did you see that, Brownie? Right I there. <laughs> um, the Coyotes have signed head coach Andre Torgini. Three-year extension. So good for him. We can talk about that. Good stuff. Uh, Detroit had the definitive decor in the early 2000s. Nicholas Lidstrom and Chris Chelios finished first and second place in Norris Trophy voting in tw uh, 2002. It's the only time in NHL history that the top two finishers were teammates. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I would have thought that that would have happened a little bit more, especially during yeah. the earlier years. But um, Yarmir Yager, story of the week. He played one game during the 94-95 season with the Schalker Sharks in the second German league. His stat line for the game was one goal, 10 assists, 11 points. <laughs> <laughs> he probably scored super quick and then was like, oh, I better pass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then old-time story of the week, old-time hockey. In 1972, Flyers goalie Bruce Gamble had a heart attack during a game, took a quick break to smoke a cigarette, then came back to finish the game and get the dub. He was forced to retire immediately as it was determined post-game that the heart attack was massive and should have incap incapacitated him for several days. Despite this news, he told his coach and doctors that it wasn't that bad and he still wanted to continue playing amateur. He would pass away 11 years later after suffering another heart attack in a pickup hockey game. Legend. <laughs> Legend. I knew you'd like that one. Legend. Uh, I don't know where I saw that, and I was like, oh, my gosh. This guy. Unbel unbelievable. Um, all right, dumb change.
Oh, there's some ones in here I think you're going to like. All right, let's do it. Uh, there have been four pitchers in Major League Baseball from Fuller, Fullerton Union High School in California, and all four have tossed a no-hitter in the bigs. Walter Johnson in 1920, Steve Busby in 1974, Mike Warren in 1983, and Michael Lorenzen a few weeks ago. It's pretty That's crazy. Sick. Yeah. Uh, in the water. Sp- yeah, I was going to say that. Spain won the Women's World Cup over England, and the Spanish captain, Olga Caramona, hit the game-winning goal. Spain's Aitana Bonmati won the Golden Ball as MVP. Uh, Michael Orr, have you seen this? Have you ever seen the movie The Blind Side? Yeah, I... What? I just don't believe this. You don't believe what? What he's saying. Well, it's, I mean, it's, there's the money. The It's all documented, dude. I guess. But why did it take him this long to be like, hey, that entire story is bullshit? No, they've held it. Did he not watch the fucking movie? No, 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 no. He always knew the movie was bullshit and he's never been happy about it because they portrayed him as kind of a simpleton. I'm sure sure he's never been happy about it. And we learned about that. He's never been happy about it fucking 10, 15 years later. But I don't know. I don't know if he knew about the money. So anyways, there's multiple layers of awfulness in this, but the the film is basically almost complete fiction. I don't believe Uh, that. All right. Speaking of horror, horrifying, this guy Wander Franco. Oh, yeah, dude. In charge with allegedly, 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 allegedly having sexual relations with a fourteen-year-old girl. As bad as those charges are, he's saying that she told him she was eighteen. The rays are completely tone deaf. This is no joke, dude. They had a Wander Franco night where they gave away souvenir hats to every kid who came to the game that was under, you guessed it, fourteen years old. This appreciation night happened after the news broke. So basically, the Rays are like, hey, it's grooming night. (laughs) You know what's weird is like this comes out, right? They're all sitting in the boardroom and somebody prints out the like the little press release about this night. And they're all just sitting there and they read it out loud. And not one person's like, "Ooh," because no one everyone's afraid to speak up. They don't want to lose their job, I guess. I mean, who? I don't know what. Or they're just fucking brain dead, dude. That's crazy. A little bit of both, right? Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. to Bob Barker, the host of The Price is Right, passed away at the age of 99. Barker was known for his charitable work with spaying and neutering animals and was a strong advocate for pet adoption. He's also known to hockey fans for being the foil for Adam Sandler's character in the film Happy Gilmore. Everybody knows Bob Barker. The only problem I have with this is, like, I don't think I would want to be remembered for spaying and neutering animals. That would be my only thing. That was his big thing, dude. I know, but that that kind of a weird thing to be your big thing. I guess I don't. There was some funny. Uh, there was some. There was a funny tweet that like Bob Barker goes out as a legend, as close as he could get to a hundred without going over, because that's the Price Is Right thing. Yeah, that's that's good. <laughs> uh, Michael Langley became the first black four star general in U.S. Marine Corps history. So good Cheers to you, Michael Langley. Fuck yeah. Uh, all right, so Mike Evans, you know the receiver, right, for the Bucks. Yep. Is he one of the best wide receivers of his generation? Evans oh. has played. Evans has played nine seasons and has gone over a thousand yards every single year, very quietly too. No other player in NFL history has achieved more than six in a row to start a career. Jerry Rice has the all-time record for 11 straight. And here's some more crazy stats for you. Quarterback Tom Brady career touchdown to interception ratio for his career against the Falcons is 28 to three. 28 to three was famously the halftime score of the Super Bowl. Good call. And lastly, when playing in a city actively hosting a furry convention, Andrew McCutcheon of the Pittsburgh Pirates has the best stats of any player in baseball history with a 419 batting average, 479 on base, and 742 slugging. Whoever figured that stat out's a fucking weirdo. 
Yeah, I didn't figure it out. I just saw it. Yeah, no, I, I mean, Brownie, I was hoping that you weren't fucking researching furry conventions and looking at <laughs> shit, dude. Well, we're planning vacations. Um, <laughs> Hall of Fame pitcher of the Atlanta Braves, Greg Maddox, faced over 20,000 hitters over the course of his career, and of those hitters, only 130 got him to a 3-0 count. That's crazy. That's nasty. Yeah. Um, and this was good. This best punishment for losing at fantasy football, the San Francisco Giants play-by-play guy, Dave Fleming had to be the ball boy for three innings in a recent game. He uh, was running clean balls to the home plate, up, picking up and keeping the bats neat and cleaning up the on-dick circle. It's a good punishment for fantasy football. It would be kind of cool if, like, anybody could do that. But, yeah, that is pretty fucking cool. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be a punishment. And this last one, this one my daughter actually uh, pointed out to me. She heard it, I think. So, and I had to research it. So, in Australia, a 64-year-old woman was hospitalized for abdominal pain and diarrhea in late January 2021. And then she also presented with a constant dry cough, uh, dry cough, fever, and night sweats. By 2022, her symptoms also included forgetfulness and depression, prompting a referral for an MRI scan of her brain. What did it show? An eight centimeter, just shy of four inches, live roundworm was living in her brain. The parasite, parasitic worm is found in carpet pythons, which are abundant near the woman's home. The theory is the woman who picks native grasses and vegetables for cooking came into contact with python feces, which uh, had roundworm eggs in it. Once she uh, brought the veggies home and ate them, she ingested the eggs and the worm hatched inside her and then traveled up to the brain. The woman is recovering and hoping for a full. The woman is in recovery and hoping for a full recovery. While the doctors and scientists dig into her background to see if she had some type of immunocompromised sickness that allowed the worm to survive. The other thing that one other article mentioned, they have to monitor her because there could be hundreds of eggs in her stomach and working their way through her system. Take me out back and put a bullet in my head, dude. I don't want anything to do with so fucking. On the MRI, no. they saw it moving and they called in. They were like, what do we do? They ended up having to call in a vet, like from a nope. zoo. Nope. Yeah. So there you go. Nope. 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 Uh, I don't have anything for the Rangers. They suck. All right. Uh, for the Bruins, these are some stories that have been linked to the Bruins. The Bruins are up against the cap. They have a tight year this year. Next year, they're going to have over $30 million in cap space. There's there's rumors, unsubstantiated rumors, that Bergeron's taking a year off to get right and to help his wife get the family, do all that stuff. Taze has been linked to the Bruins for next year. And the Bruins are currently linked to Shifley, Lindholm, and Nylander. How they would get them, I have no idea, but those are the rumors. Okay. So, there you I go. mean, every year, right? Yeah, right. Um, oh, Northeastern, sorry. Yeah. Uh, the premier power forward in women's hockey today, Katie Knoll, and the goaltender of a generation, Gwyneth Phillips, swept the Canadian team in the collegiate series. Phillips played the first two games, which was a 4-1 to and a 4-3 to win. And in the third game, not against Phillips, Jada Ginla got a goal for Canada in the uh, in the game. So shout out to uh, Jada Ginla. Jada, if you want to come on with or without your dad, love to have you. Helen Huskies, dude. We need merch. Come on, coach. <laughs> yeah, Carp. Wait till next week, buddy. Come you're going to be getting rifled by Ked. Yeah. Uh, all right. Beer league time. I got to say, I don't want to derail us, but we're at 40 minutes already. And I mean, we're already here at Beer League. We buzzed through, man. I thought we were going to have it. Oh, this is going to be like an hour and 40. 
We don't play fucking games, dude. No, I like it. Um, mentioned earlier, I skated last night. I had the best time. I haven't seen everybody in a while. Um, good to see the boys, right? Yeah, awesome seeing the boys. They were they were fucking pumped to see me. Um, it was good. Moved the puck around, got some skating in. I need to get in better shape. Holy was this fuck! A, like, was this a league game pickup? Or what no, it? just pickup. Uh, the league starts in late October or early October, so that'll be fun. I got you, a soft, I got a softball championship, dude. Did I tell you that? Hold on, hold on. Before we go beyond hockey, uh, did you did you determine what you're gonna do for the upcoming season? What do you mean? With your work schedule, remember you were. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna play in the league, and then I just might not be able to make every other game, but figure it out. Um, it's. Yeah. I don't know. I have to. It's. Yeah, for sure. Play, you know what I mean. Yep. Um. So it was nice to get out there, fucking whip the whip the puck around a little bit. Um. Uh, co-ed softball. I got my first championship, dude. Nice. I saw. I saw the picks. Yep, that was solid. Uh, showed showed up for that one. That was a good game. But that's kind of what's going on for me. Fall ball starting up. Hockey starting up. We're gonna have the Rangers on every once in a while. So should be pretty good. What's going on with you? Uh so we have uh we had a game uh last week. We lost in overtime. Fucking furious comeback though. We it was a summer league and I think we were down I think it was five three we, they get a penalty called to them with like a minute and a half left face off down their end. I go over the bench. I'm like, pull the fucking goalie, pull the goalie on the extra guy. We go out there, score one 40 seconds left face off. I go back to the bench. Goalie goes back in net, get the puck down low. He comes, I go crash in that. There's like three of us on the blue paint. I don't know which one of us got it. One because we were all whacking, tied up. Seven seconds left. Go to OT. Dude, there's nothing the better than being in that pile, just fucking yeah. hammering away. <laughs> oh, I, dude, it was like I was like Happy Gilmore. Uh, Chaos. And uh, we end up losing an OT, but it was great, furious comeback. Uh, and I will. We have, and I I thought we were playing last night, but it turns out we're playing tonight. So I was like, oh, I'm out. I can't make it. They're like, you know, the game's tonight. I'm like, oh, my bad. Maybe I'll be there. Um, <laughs> but I do want to say a shout out to Pete McCarthy. Uh, Pete. Pete's played in this league for like 25 years. I would mention a league, but they don't sponsor us. Um, so Pete has played in this league for 25 years. Great guy. He can't make the trip anymore. It's it, we've the league has moved, so it's even. It's I think some games like an hour and a half from his house. I only even played with him for the last few years. Great guy, number 17. Pete, we will miss you. Big shout out. Hope to see. Like I said to him in the email, I hope to see him. Our our paths cross again. Great guy. Um. So yes, yeah, so that's it for beer league for me. I think, right? I did get asked to play on a uh, historic rival of a team I played on. They reached out to me. They were like, "Brownie, we're starting another team. If you want in," and I was like, "Oh, I'd be happy to talk to you about it." So we'll see what happens there. All right. So there you go. Love that. Yep. All right, guys. Well, that was beer league. We're gonna do heroes and zeros. All right, Heroes and Zeros time. I already talked about my zero. That stupid fucking junior league. Uh, my hero of the week oh, goes, thank you. goes to Pat Cronin, our blues writer. Um, so the laying the gauntlet down. Yeah, that. And so there's a couple of reasons why he's my hero. First reason, he set in a 20,000 page view goal. I love people who set goals. A plus, good on you. Secondly, is when I was spending some time in St. Louis, I left something in St. Louis. I left my... Uh, my favorite vest I've ever had in my life. It's a Patagonia twisted T vest. 
and I left it somewhere where I couldn't get it back. And your boy's picking it up today for me and shipping it back home. So I would uh, guess where, but I'm not going to say. No, yeah, it's it's not. It's, <laughs> it, it's just I couldn't go get it. So uh, very, very happy about that. Just a just the ultimate. It's funny because I've been texting all my friends back home, like, "What do I do here?" And they're like, "Buy a new one." I'm like, "I don't think it works that way. It's not like you can just walk into a fucking right. store and they're there." So, uh, yeah, just shout out to Pat. I really, really appreciate that, dude. Thank you. Um, so I'll do my heroes first. I have two. One is my daughter. She lost two teeth. So good on her. Way to go! Oh right. yeah, dude. Fucking right, dude. Two she... show up. Huh? Tooth Fairy show up or what? Tooth Fairy showed up for the first one. The second one, I wasn't home. I was working and my daughter uh, basically interrogated my wife and broke her down. And uh, she knows there's no such thing as a Tooth Fairy now. <laughs> is she is she connecting the dots with Santa yet or no? No, she. I, I'm sure that's a that's like a thread she doesn't want to pull on. It'd be my guess. That's fair. Yeah. 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 But yeah, so that was it. And then my other one is uh, my other hero. So, you know, I've been playing this Red Dead Redemption game. Yep. Yep. So I have a new system now when I'm traveling in Red Dead Redemption, and it's it's helped me with driving, riding. Dri no, it helps me with driving, driving the yeah. truck. Because okay. when someone like doesn't wave to you when you let them out, you're furious, right? For like ten seconds. Yeah. Or they cut you off and then pull off, like they pull in front or of they them pull and pull up, off. And they, yeah, and they don't yeah. go fast. Right. And like yeah. you're and that's like you're furious for like ten seconds, whatever. Yeah. So my new thing in Red Dead Redemption, I don't gallop anywhere i kind of trot right trot. so not fast yeah and if i pass someone and they don't say hi or howdy i'll rob them and and or kill them okay and i think that's that helps me work through any any leftover road rage remember <laughs> a couple weeks ago when i asked you if you're a good cowboy or a bad cowboy and you're like i'm a good cowboy i just fuck up sometimes it's very clear that you're a bad cowboy no i am exactly straight down the middle i'm right in the middle because you're not, you're robbing and killing people no, for not saying hi to you. What I do, what I do is uh when you know you have to have the guy sleep sometimes so he doesn't die and yeah. you know feed the horse and all that stuff. I always camp out during the day, so I'm riding to different places at night. And when I ride at night, I just wear the bandana so they don't know who I am. So you're an undercover scumbag. That's one way of saying it, I guess. Right. So I, I trot along and I'll say hello. And if they are like, why are you wearing that mask? And I'll be like, oh, because I'm robbing your ass. That's why. Or whatever, you know. Or they just say howdy. I let them go on their way. And I still still have not killed a black guy. Still trying to flush out the clan. boy. Spent a lot of time in the bayou. All right, guys. Oh, sorry, my hero. Uh, my zero. Sorry, I have a zero. Zero. So... This collegiate series for USA and Canada and the U18s for the women's hockey, USA hockey, you had to buy something in order to stream three games. I get it if you're a parent, but for fuck's sake, make women's hockey easier to watch as opposed to harder. It makes no sense to me. Oh, that's all. That's it. It's USA hockey's my zero. I mean, all the time. Yeah, whatever. I could go off more about like Matthews and Hughes and all this shit with USA hockey, but I'll hold that for our USA conversation next week. All right, cool. Uh, <laughs> three stars.
Hey, when we have Carp on, we got to play him those videos. He's going to fucking piss himself. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, all right, man. So what are we doing? You explain it. Oh, so we, I, I came up with this one. This I don't know how. Oh, because I was watching something with my daughter, and it was top pairs. So I said top pairs hockey, top pairs regular life. Top and you're pair. saying, yeah. So we'll do hockey first. Uh, sure. Uh, my third star, Sam Rosen and John Davidson. They were like the original voice of the Rangers growing up. Oh, JD yeah. ended up going to Columbus and St. Louis, and then I think back to Columbus. Uh, he was great. Um, Sam Rosen, that's a power play goal. Like when I yep. think hockey and just all that shit, that those are the first two. So without them, I don't know if I'd be that big of a Rangers fan. So shout out to Sam and JD. It's funny. I have, um, uh, I'll do my honorable mentions afterwards. I have a similar thing in my honorable mentions. My number three star. Scott Niedemeyer, Chris Pronger. What a fucking pair. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised that they didn't go one-two in Norris. Yeah, well, I think so many writers hated Pronger, probably. (laughs) More likely. Uh, Yeah, I mean, you you put those guys out there. It's like, what the fuck do you even do? Yeah, right. Um, My second star goes to JR and Mike Milbury. I don't think that there was anything more fun than watching those two go at it uh, in the middle of periods back in the day. So, um. I miss Jr. And you want to know what? I, I kind of miss Milbury. I kind of miss Pierre just because it fucking pissed people off. Like Pierre and uh, Eddie O were, mm-hmm. was another good one. Yeah, that's my second yeah. star. All right, so my second star is uh, Bergeron Marchand. That's fair. It's a good pair. It's a re- Yeah, I mean, it's a great pair. Put them out for a fucking PK or oh. whatever. They Fuck. Chemistry. Uh, my number one star goes to Hal and Disco. Uh, just be just because I know that you know it's a great fucking rivalry. Yeah, it's 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 a, it's an unspoken rivalry that uh it's always funny because the moment the Bruins like fuck up or some shit and Disco says one little thing, I get a text from Hal being like, "What the fuck?" So fuck Disco. Yeah, pretty much. So that, that's my number one. Uh, my number one pair is uh, Gretzky Messier. I uh, I mean, yeah, if yeah. we're doing for real, like definitely. Yeah. So guys. I'll give you I'll give you my honorable mentions. I had uh, Taze and Kane on there. Iserman and Fedorov. Uh Leclerc. and Fedorov's pretty fucking good. Leclerc and Lindros. Yeah. There's another one. And then I also had the Bruins announcers, uh, Fred Cusick and Derek Sanderson. Derek Sanderson was a former bad boy of the NHL, and Fred Cusick had great, great calls. They were they were they were the ones I grew up listening to. And then a little shout out to Northeastern. You talk about penalty killing. Alina Mueller and Chloe O'Rourke out there on the PK, buddy. If they didn't score or get a shot on that, it was almost like, "What are you guys feeling all right?" So yeah. shout out to those two beauties. It sucks that McDavid and Drysdale are on the West Coast because I think if they were on the East Coast, they would have been a no-brainer pair. Yeah, for sure. But they also split them up quite a bit. So yeah. So there you go. all right. So now we're gonna do not hockey, right? Yeah, non-hockey. All right. My third star goes up to a pair of jeans and a flannel shirt. It's almost fall season, baby, <laughs> and it is That's getting awesome. cold out. And you need one way to warm up. You put on some jeans or a flannel, or you go to heatedcore.com. Heated core, check them out. You're going to save, uh, what's it, 25% brownie? 15%? 15%. Morning yep. skate, 15 Again, this is perfect for the season that we're coming into. We have hunting coming up. We have pond hockey, whatever it might be. It's um, it's essentially just like Under Armour, but heated up with a battery pack, and it's fucking sweet. So I like it over- when you said that uh, you feel like Iron Man without the powers. <laughs> yeah, essentially, that's what it is, man. That should be their new fucking motto. You're welcome. Um, yeah, so head over, Heated Core. Uh, Heatedcore.com. Yep, promo code MORNINGSCA15. Save that 15%. Tell them that we sent you. Um, 
Yeah, so that's my third star. Wow, what do you like that? Was that, that was, good? I I was I was uh, on planet Pluto. Uh my number three star is right along with yours. What goes better? Shot in a beer. Yeah, I like a shot in a beer. That's a good one. Yeah. That, that is a good one. What's your go-to shot and what's your go-to beer? You probably drink that IPA bullshit. No, dude. I'm for I my buddies that are craft beer guys make fun of me. I'm butt heavy all, all day long. Oh, that's classic. Okay. Yeah, that's butt cool. heavy. I or Mil, I like Miller High Life. I, I've been known to enjoy a Guinness. Um I would say shot in a beer. There used to be this bar crawl in the town I lived in to raise money for veterans. Uh, it, it died out during COVID, but we'd always make it through like two or three bars before the shots started coming. And uh, I am a fan of tequila if I'm going to have a shot with beer, but I don't always make the choice. So as long as it's not Jack Daniels, I could probably one one year, one of these fucking dummies, my buddy Carlos, brother Mike, he went up and got fucking Johnny Walker red shots. I'm like, what what is wrong with you? It's a bar. It's like noon. But yeah, I, I I'm a fan of like uh I would say whiskey, Southern Comfort if I want to get in the fight, tequila. I'd probably do Jack Daniels and a Miller Lite, and if I did tequila, it'd be like tequila and a Corona. There you go. Huh. Um, I know the kids who work for me are big fans of uh, 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 car bombs, Irish car bombs. Oh, those are good. Yeah. They're solid. Yeah. Uh, my number two star is root beer and vanilla ice cream. I love oh, a root beer float. float. Yeah, I love a root nice. beer float. There, uh, root beer is such an underrated fucking bev, just because like you have Coke and Pepsi and Mountain Dew. Root beer is never really talked about enough. Um, a plus, same with cream soda. But I also love just like a vanilla ice cream. I know it's a very vanilla thing to say, but hits the spot. So that'd be my number two star. So we went to the fair uh, last week uh, down in Marshfield, Mass, and uh, I was talking to the bee guy. Uh, beekeeper dude whatever and he was saying that the biggest concentration of bees when they leave like the the bee display at the fair they're always at the root beer uh fucking right they are there's so much sugar i guess in the root beer which is kind of funny uh my number two star is uh juliet jake and elwood blues the blues brothers okay that's a good one yeah that's a good one. Another movie I should probably watch. Oh my you god! Never seen the Blues Brothers? Yeah. I'm not even gonna start. You haven't probably worked on that list at all that I gave you. I have a lot of free time now, so maybe I should start doing that. I'm you almost done watching it. Shameless. Do you ever see Shameless? Yes, I've seen Shameless. Good. I point. just rewatched it. I'm on the last epi right now, and then you're I'm, like, I'm you're like, I saw this new show. It's called The Office. You ever it's tried not it? New. I've 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 already seen. It. I just haven't seen it in a while. I do want to watch that new Johnny Manziel documentary. Oh, that was pretty good. I saw that. Which, I'm by watching. the way, that's probably the craziest follower that we have on Morning Skate. Did you know that Johnny Manziel follows us? He does? Yeah, dude. He follows like 2,500 people in Morning Skate's one of them. Shout out Johnny Manziel. Hey, Johnny, I know we're not a football podcast, but you want to come on. Johnny fucking, fucking football, kid. dude. I love yeah, watching man. that guy play. He was electric as yeah, fuck, dude. For sure. And that, 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 uh, the only thing about that, you watched it, you said? Mm-mm. Oh, I, I won't say anything then. We can talk about it after you watch it. You know what I just watched, actually? The Flash. Oh, is that a superhero? I heard it's like yeah. the worst one that that's rated. No, everybody. It, so when it was coming out, everybody was saying how great it was, and then it got ripped. I I enjoyed it. I thought it was awesome. It got ripped but, because it's the Flash, dude. He's like the biggest pussy of superheroes. But Michael Keaton was in it as Batman. It fucking lights out. Yeah, but Michael Keaton wasn't Flash. He was Batman. I know, but he's my Batman. 
I grew up with. So 100% of a Flash. Flash. Are you telling me that Flash isn't the biggest pussy superhero? It's either him or Ant-Man. Ooh. Who would you rather be? Would you rather be the dude who like looks like an idiot that just runs really fast or a dude who shrinks down to the size of an ant? Well, he can also get become very big, too. Yeah. I think... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd have to think on that one. Because the Flash does some other stuff. I mean, he can vibrate through walls and stuff. The Flash reminds... You ever watch the show Doug? No. You never saw the cartoon Doug? I know what it is, but I never watched it. All right, never mind. Sorry. Um, My first star, the classic peanut butter and jelly. Um, I had that as my honorable, one of my honorable mentions. I fucking love a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, dude. Now, here's one for you. Let's say you use regular bread. You make your sandwich, and let's say you have to cut it. What way are you cutting that, bitch? I have to cut it? You have to. Uh, are you going down the middle, or are you going diagonals? Probably diagonal. Diagonal, dude. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Are you, what, what kind of... Uh... Actually, you know what's funny? My wife was eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich the other day, and I was like, that looks fucking good. And I had an open face because I was only one piece of bread left. But, oh, uh, I fucking hate I Open face sandwiches are probably my number one pet peeve. I think they're well, so there was, there wasn't, there wasn't In your situation, bread. you had to, but like people who go to restaurants and get like an open-faced fucking sandwich, I'm like, well, you are carbs, fucking right? weird. So what yeah. I did is I just kind of folded it up. Uh, what kind of... What, what, are you a chunky or smooth? Uh... I want to be a chunky, but like growing up, I always did smooth. So yep. probably more smooth. Crunchy does add like a little, I guess, crunch to it. Wow. Good one, Ked. Um, but <laughs> pro probably just going to go smooth and then strawberry jelly. Oh, for sure. all right. And so I do. Crun I, I prefer like grape, but my friend, remember the guy who had the cider thing that we did? Yeah. The, right. So his wife made uh, she makes homemade strawberry jelly and oh my god it was so good she gave me some like a week or so ago and i finished it off on the open face with crunchy it was fucking lights those up. i mean those people get it dude no they're awesome they the live right fire, around the, the jelly yeah, dude like just living if you come up here, you come up here i'll bring you over to meet them um i would love that also so like, whenever i whenever i eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich i have a glass of milk all right do you know in canada all the uh rinks have chocolate milk vending machines it's the best recovery it. drink chocolate milk yeah, it's been proven. It's like the best recovery drink. You feel lights out having a chocolate I'm milk. I'm pretty episode. sure Sidney Crosby's pregame meal is a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I bet she has chocolate milk. He probably does. Uh, my number one star for best part pair. I mean, if you follow me on any social media, you're aware of this. Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs> <laughs> you are. I, I the one thing I respect about you is you. You are just so you. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like you are just genuinely at it. Hey, hey, Silent Bob, man. So uh, do you have any honorable mentions? Oh uh, boy. Any honorable mentions? I would say oh, I love Red Bull vodkas. Like those go. are always kind of fun. Um mowing the lawn in a twisted tea. There you go. Um I, I had hot wings and beer. Oh, chicken wings and blue cheese. There you go. Yeah. Um, I also have, uh, I got Batman and Robin, Tom and Jerry, uh, Butch Cassie and the Sundance Kid, Bo and Luke Duke, and uh, Ben Affleck, Matt Damon. Ben Affleck, Matt Damon's a good one. Adam Sandler and all of his people. <laughs> I think that's a good one. Um, yeah. fuck, I mean, uh, I mean, we, we have some pretty good ones there, I think. Yeah, so. no, I think it was good. Yeah. I think it was good. Yeah. Not bad. Look at right. it. Dude, we're at 5922. 
I know. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Well, guys, you thanks for that. tuning in. We have about 30 seconds before I got to shut this bitch off. So, Brownie, you have anything left? For the people I, Jerome I hope we gave you, I hope you heard our birthday messages and we hope to have you on the podcast. Your daughter's playing. You want to come to a game? I'd love to meet you at Matthews anywhere. We can go for a beer. We can wrestle. Whatever you want to do, buddy. <laughs> He's never coming on. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We appreciate you and we will talk to you guys soon. Coach Carper coming for you.